There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It's 545. This is the morning sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett Vesley. There's Big Dick Toledo. And off we go for a uh, glorious Thursday morning here in paradise. Perfect morning. And the weather's starting to feel pretty darn good. I don't know if we'll have that last heat wave again, but I don't care. Right now it feels pretty good. And paying attention to the weather because it might get you a trip to Vegas. I like to harp on this right now because I love the idea of this trip. And I'm also scared to death of the winner that comes from the new acunit.com guess the temp game on our website. It horrifies me. I met one of you yesterday. Oh, please <laughs> don't contender. win. Please don't win. Yeah. Right here in the lobby as I'm walking out. And I go out a side door out the back. Not for bougie reasons. I just prefer to go out this door. It's closer to my car. And... uh this dude was coming out of the lobby for some reason. Hey, Holmberg. Like, I don't care if he ever, if he thinks I think he's crazy because it was weird. Because he is, right? Because he was nuts. Right. And here's the reason why. I'm like, hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, I love the show. I'm like, hey, thank you. See you later. Wait. Uh-oh. Wait. I'm like, I was waiting. He comes running over. You remember, you remember that time you talked to a kid named Kevin? It was about six years ago. I'm like, let me stop you here. No. I don't remember you, Kevin. Oh, it wasn't me. Anyway, then he, in the middle of this, he puts his hands out, goes shake my hands. So I'm like, all right. I've grabbed, I've grabbed drier sponges out of water oh. than what was going on here. And I, 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 Kevin's friend, whose name I've forgotten, but Bryce, Brian, don't care. Your, your sweaty, gross, moist hand had a collar on it. When I pulled my hand away, the, the sweat that he'd left on my hand was some sort of gray. It looked like a, uh, like a dry martini. <laughs> it looked like someone had poured a martini onto my hand with the olive juice, blue cheese, and everything else. And I'm looking, I'm like, ah. Nicotine drip. Somewhere in the middle of this story, he's telling me about his friend Kevin, who was in a coma, and then out of a coma, and then moved to Arkansas or something, and he's dead now. And I, I, I don't know what happened. And he was laughing, so I don't really feel that bad. And are you, you're looking down like, have I met this guy? Brett, you know who Oh, you, you've met him, Brett. Well, I guarantee he's to listen to me on the overnight. So. Oh, he's part of the yeah. overnight. Love, loves the show. It was actually, he was fairly pleasant. But all I could think about is, we can't have these hands on that plane. <laughs> you can't, you're a coach guy. You're Southwest Airlines. You can't have those, those Dirty martini hands on our plane, on our set jet, touching stuff. Why are your hands sweating so hard? It was like it was like ninety six degrees. It's a, a little a little moisture. We wouldn't you wouldn't even work in that hard. Just a goo ball. So I told him. I even said, "I'm like, dude, what is going on? Your hands are soaked. I get real nervous. They start sweating. Okay, you're not allowed. You're not allowed to play the guess the temp game. Ah, uh, but he could win." Brady, Maybe Chef Spirit Airlines on on backup on just standby. in case. <laughs> we'll tell just him just in case your plane's over there. Yeah. When we said private, we mean you're flying alone. Yeah, you're flying private. <laughs> you're flying. You're flying Without private. Us. We're flying over here with a group. 
Oh, I get to fly on my own? Yes, you're very private. You'll have all the privacy you could ever imagine. Everything ever. But his hands, just uh, thinking about it just makes me uncomfortable. Anyway, he can win, guess the temp. And with the weather as good as it is and as consistent as it seems to be, now you can start looking at those 10-day forecasts and you'll get the answer to next Saturday about what they thought, 96 degrees. We're right on the money of average. What will it be at 2.51 p.m.? Take your guess. Couldn't we... How can we do like a guess with a picture? That would be nice. Guess the temperature and <laughs> yeah, send us a picture. We have to ID picture. you. We have to have an ID. I'm sorry, you can't guess without giving us your ID and your height, weight. And... <laughs> but even the picture wouldn't tell you that he sweats dirty yeah, martini. Yeah, filter it up. Yeah, but they, you, yeah, there's truth to that. It's like filters now. I saw somebody the other day that uh, I'd seen their pictures, and they were beautiful people. And then in person, terrible Not acne. Not even close. Well, it was just uh, the acne. And I'm like, why would you... Filter. I mean, I understand that you want to cover some of that up, but when you take a photo and you make it all disappear, meeting you is disappointing. It wasn't a, you know, sexy time meeting. But it's different. But it's definitely like a different person, and it made me think, oh, you don't like what's all over. And it wasn't a ton. It was just enough to go, oh, you've got kind of bad skin. But your pictures, uh nothing about that's bad. Anyway, so good luck to all you randos out there. We're... We're going we're gonna to take one. We're going to take And Brett, I'm, uh, as an, a guy and kind of in charge of this whole thing, I'm going to assign you All right. to the rando. You get to, uh, you, you're the one when the rando needs something, we're going to send Brett over there to make sure everything's all right. No? no. <laughs> That's not happening. Man, this, is, this is eerily familiar to uh, our, the show a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, you just send it. You know what? You know, you know we'd like Pahrumpf. Pahrumpf is a nice place for you. There, or I'm going to take him for a nice boat ride at Lake Mead. You know no what? No problem. I got this. Lake Mead just uh, wants to drain Lake Powell now to make more water. <laughs> I'm like, man, the Italians are going to drain all of Lake Powell so Lake Mead doesn't expose him. Yes. We'll know that if we need that ride by Friday night. <laughs> Go ahead and book a boat for Saturday. We should have. handle it. Brent, you're going to miss Shinedown on the Friday we're in Vegas. We're going to get you a car. I'm going to get you a nice car. Oh, thanks. You. And we're going to get you in the rando, and we're going to send him off to Pahrumpf. You're going to, rando, you're going to win a trip to Pahrumpf, Nevada. It's close. Uh, two tickets to a Shinedown cover band that are playing out there at uh, Uncle Sam's Casino in Pahrumpf. Anyway, so I shook hands with Brees Bryan. Not Brees, not I know. I know Brian Brees. That's, that's wow, a friend of mine. Yeah. Bryce, wow. Bryce or Brian hand, f- dirty martini hand, and uh, oh, good lord, man! Just and if you're gonna shake it, that's why I always fist bump. I got trapped into my own. It wasn't a mechanic hand. I've, I've, I'll tell mechanics like, yeah. what are you even extending that dirty paw for? I remember that one guy at the. I'll never forget that dude at the uh, the drag races. He put this. Filthy! It looked like he'd been d- doing potting soil all Leather day. Leather grease mitt. Just this black. All the all the lines in his fingerprints were all blacked out. His fingers were just cut. What are you doing, man? I'm like, I'm not shaking that. Come on, give me a break. I'm a mechanic. A mechanic with no sink or lava soap. I, I know mechanics that don't wander around like that. It's your day off. <laughs> no laughing. <laughs> fingerprints are overrated. Yeah. <laughs> this thing was just. Gunked with permanent. Black. I'm like, are you? Are you <laughs> is that a, tattooed? Are you a mechanic for one of the racers here today? That's the only excuse for these hands. Had to break <laughs> away for a couple hours, catch some races. Well, I'm not working for a couple days. Lava soap ain't cutting it. I'm like gasoline. I know how to get this off. Anyway, I worry because uh, I'm a hand. I'm a handshake snob, and it, it ruined me for about an hour and a half. Oh, and I had places to go. 
couldn't wash that off. But yeah, I've never, I've never actually. I, well, the last time I remember that happening, I gave the gorilla a high five in 1989 at uh, the Madhouse on McDowell. I was in the front row. Never experienced a better night. And uh, Kevin Johnson dunked on someone for the Golden State Warriors, if I remember right. And uh, the gorilla came out because the crowd was going nuts, and he's standing right next to me, like, yeah. No, nobody in the gorilla suit makes noise, but he just looks at me, points. We give each other a huge high five, and you forget the dude inside the suit. It's about 180 degrees, and he smacked high fives with me, and it juiced my hand. Splash! Oh, and I looked at my hand, and a just like beads of gray water were running down my hand from his suit. And I said, the suit made the color because, you know, that dark black. And back then, that was a real cheap gorilla suit. The one they got now is a little more. High tech, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think he's juicing fans like that. Yeah, I don't oh, think he does. So gross. So gross. And I just sat and stared at it like you juiced me, gorilla. And Kevin Johnson gave me a high five too. And he's playing basketball. I didn't get juiced by him. That dude yesterday was sweating harder than Kevin Johnson was playing the Golden State Warriors in 1989 on a huge dunk. Yeah, it was cool. That was a that was a highlight of my sports world. The other one was when Heinz Ward uh, dropped a touchdown pass in the end zone at uh, now Acrisure Stadium, but then Heinz Field grabs it, ball goes shooting through his hands, and he runs up, and I was front row in the end zone, and uh, I patted him on the forehead or on the on the on the top of his head and uh, the helmet, and then where the face mask meets the helmet, my finger almost got stuck, and he turned his head real fast. I'm like, he almost ripped my removal finger off. of he digit, almost ripped my finger off because <laughs> I wanted to touch his head. For dropping a ball. Anyway, Randos. Good job, Hines. Good job. Randos, you're allowed. Oh, I did. I won. I won. Touch his head. I lost my mind. Uh, I yeah. love you. Yeah. you. I probably might have said I love you. I do. So it wouldn't have been a lie. I absolutely love him. Hines Ward's a hero. Um, changed the whole game, actually. Another rule change because Hines Ward was too tough for football. Knocking people out from the wide receiver position. Blocks. Oh, did he ever. Great ones. It's going to keep him out of the Hall of Fame. You think? Absolutely. I think the blocks, because what highlight reels are you going to show a Heinz Ward? And that's all, all stuff that they're frowning on. A couple of screen on. passes. Yeah, you might get a couple of screens that break away. You might get the touchdown pass in the Super Bowl uh, from Randall L. But what he was known for was a, a vicious blocking downfield. Good blocking, too. Legal. But now that they've eliminated the side blocks, which were legal then, they can't show those as highlights. Anyway. And aside from me almost getting killed. Get something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. Uh, guess the temp, 98kupd.com. Randos and greasy hands and dirt people. Some will be going to Lake Mead with me. Some will be going yeah. to Shinedown. <laughs> we'll, we'll, and they'll cringe at Lake Mead, not because of the possible killing, is because they've been averse to water and cleaning themselves for so long <laughs> that it'll scare them to, ooh, what happens when you get your skin wet? I haven't been in a shower in ages. But I we'll, thought you said we're going to the spear. That's, that's yeah, that yeah, way. Yeah. Oh, no, you get to see this is the uh, back entrance. <laughs> but we're going the other way. It's the back entrance. <laughs> Don't question. Shh, I know what I'm doing. Will all the beautiful listeners please play? That's all we're asking. Just really great looking, clean, super. We have those? Oh, tons of them. Shockingly, <laughs> tons of them. They're quiet. They go about their business. It's the ones that sweat dirty martinis that touch us. <laughs> it was a nice dude, but the handshake. Oh, and then all I could think of is if he gets on that set jet with us 
and and just goes to pick himself up off one of those chairs. They were like a cushiony velour chair. His swampy hands are going to leave stains. We're going to end up buying us a jet. Flight attendant will kick him off. Yeah. She's not going to deal with that. <laughs> Sierra's going to be like, all right, right. No, you're done. I can't hold glasses in my hands because they're constantly made of slick water. So I'm going to need something with grippies or a glove. You have a PBR by any chance? No. <laughs> yes, we do. I'm yes. bringing PBR. You're right, Brett. Make it's sure we'll have that. It's the next flight over. You know what I didn't check? I'll, I'll talk to uh, the CEO of, of SetJet and see if we can bring a cooler. You just want I'm to sure they'll have it, it stocked. Oh, I know they'll have it stocked, yeah. but they won't have PBR. So we'll give we'll give the rando a we cooler could, of PBR. We're going to hillbilly it up. We can bring our own. <laughs> and go, oh, cool. We're going to ride on the Stugats with Brett. We're going to take out on it. And, and rando, you also, we're adding that to the thing. You get a private boat ride with Brett. <laughs> a cruise around Lake Mead. Where do I stay? You don't have to worry about a room. Brett's got you taken <laughs> care of. So I just go on the boat ride with Brett, and then what? Oh, you're going to love it. Accommodations taken care of by one Brett Vesley on the Stugats 3. Is it just us, Brett? Yeah, it is. 30 martini hands. <laughs> gotta do what you gotta do. So we played Rock Wars yesterday, and it was the song about killing somebody. Yeah. Right? Because we had the thing about uh, letters of, you know, writing a letter for a criminal and things like that. I had that one dude that wrote, and it's like, man, there's like Patrick Bateman in American Psycho. So it all kind of, uh, you know, unraveled to that. What one was, My Way by Frank Sinatra. Brett would kill while My Way plays in the back. Yeah. What I'd forgotten was, that was also the song you won with when Brady's dad passed away and we did a tribute to Tor. <laughs> so it was the murder song and also the song for when... Memorialized. Hey, it's a way of life. God, God bless. bless. God bless. <laughs> <laughs> the Italian God bless. Also, I murdered her this song. But a God bless. You did it your way. There's many huh? you ways you can die. And I also got an email from a guy... Who said, did you guys know about the My Way killings? And I didn't. In, uh, where was that? In uh, um, Korea or Philippines? It's the Philippines, I think. They do My Way so much in karaoke. It was. That you, they murder people over it. What? Yeah. So when My Way happens, there's a chance if the crowd's wrong, you'll get murdered for it. Well, I don't see a problem with that. I, mean, I know. Well, you know, I mean, you ruined Frank. It's, uh, <laughs> you get ruined. I couldn't believe what I was seeing because I'm like, holy cow. And the guy said, it's appropriate you did this today because the My Way killings are very real. I'm like, I didn't know anything about the My Way killings. But, yeah, sure enough, there it is. I found it. Uh, it's uh, it's the My Way killings are social phenomenon in the Philippines, referring to the number of fatal disputes which arose due to the singing of My Way by Frank Sinatra in karaoke bars, which they call videoke bars there. Uh, it's an article in the New York Times estimated a number of killings to be six. Uh, numerous people are killed for singing that song. Explanations for the incidents differ from the song being simply too frequently sung uh, or uh, the aggressive lyrics of the song drive somebody nuts. Huh? Mm. So yesterday's Brett's Rock Wars was so on point that's ridiculous. And because we recreated what it would sound like if Tripp took Larry out on his boat in the Chesapeake Bay and killed him, Tripp heard it. Larry didn't. So Tripp, not thinking Larry didn't hear it, goes to Larry's office yesterday. And, and Tripp and Larry already have kind of a strange relationship that's really good, but also Larry's very afraid of Tripp because Tripp plays that up. <coughs> and Tripp pokes his head in Larry's office and goes, Hi, Larry. Hey, boss. Don't worry. I'm not going to kill you. And Larry just goes, well, that's good. <laughs> and then they <laughs> you weren't listening this morning, were you? Not really. 
And he just walked away. And Larry comes in and goes, what were you guys talking about? And I said, what do you mean? About killing me? Trip thinks, what are you talking about? I just started laughing. I'm like, yeah, you know, Trip threw you overboard and all that stuff. Oh, okay. Well, any reason? Because it's very possible, Larry. I think the man might do it. <laughs> anyway, what are you going to do? So I started to giggle at that. Now, speaking of people uh, almost being murdered, this thing that's going on with Peso Pluma, I'm loving it. Peso Pluma is a, a Spanish performer who was at the VMAs, and the cartel hates him. This is how powerful the cartel is. Peso Pluma has a tour right now. I don't know what Peso Pluma is. It's the first time I've heard of him. Peso Pluma. I just like his name. He's Peso Pluma. Uh, he's a Mexican artist. He's uh, putting a concert on in Tijuana soon. And the Mexican cartel took out ads. That's how juicy powerful they are, is they took out some ads and also let it be known throughout the entire... Peso Pluma, your next show will be your last. Because evidently, Peso Pluma's got a, a little bit of a loose jaw, according to the cartel. He's, he's, he's told some things he shouldn't be telling. I understand. So Peso Pluma is a banner. They hung a banner that said, This goes to Peso Pluma. Pluma ref- refrain from presenting yourself October 14th because it will be your last show due to your disrespect and loose tongue. They're putting up banners, billboards, ads. Uh, the last line's hard to make out, but it appears to end with, You show up. And we will break you. Uh, the banner is uh, signed by the Jalisco New Generation Cartel. And the 24-year-old singer, Peso Pluma. Uh, the group is led by El Mencho. Uh, and he's one of the most wanted drug lords in the world. So even, like, that would be similar, like, uh, according to, like, if Bad Bunny here in the States was also America's biggest drug leader. Like the dude, El Mencho, is one of the biggest drug dealers in Mexico and also decides to take on a little bit of a pop career and makes it. Now, we've had that with rappers before. But were they America's most wanted? No. Mexico has that. And the, just the whole country's like, cool. Peso Pluma? Uh, he's not going to do it. So Peso Pluma has yet to say anything about it. But uh, he's got some concerts that are coming up. He was a little bit like, uh, ah, you know what, f- the cartel. But he canceled his uh, next few his next few uh, shows. He's the West Scanlon of Mexico. He's uh, just- right, right. He's the West Scanlon of Mexico. He's puddle of mud. Probably about the same level of like draw. But uh, they're like uh, they don't know what's going on. The postponements he says has nothing to do with being threatened by the Jalisco cartel. But that's what an absolute f- hole that country is is that the worst criminals in the world are cool with trying to kill Taylor Swift of Mexico, you know? If Taylor Swift had, like, a show in Glendale and, I don't know, a local soccer team decided to put up a banner that said, Taylor Swift, this will be your last show. You shouldn't play this. There would be, like, a massive FBI manhunt. Everybody would be all over this. Taylor Swift would be in a bubble-safe room Uh -uh, in Mexico. You should probably not do that show. (laughs) Just send him on his way. It's insanity down there. Peso Pluma probably found out that those fake aliens they presented yesterday are his brothers. Could be. Could be. They have Peso this Pluma. process where they. Well, again, I think those fake aliens are just giant blocks of cocaine. I read some things about it the other. Yeah. Evidently, the guy pulled them out six years ago. Yeah. 
We've been, said the same thing. Yeah, they're just big buckets of cocaine. They shaped them like little aliens, and they can get them in and out. They got up to the all the way up to the Mexican uh, Congress. But Peso Pluma, uh, I don't know if he's coming here to Phoenix, but I think we need that on the news immediately if Peso Pluma comes here because there's going to be a shootout. Yeah, you going? No, I'm staying <laughs> far away. I went down to uh, downtown, and I didn't know Bad Bunny was at the Footprint Center. I've never seen anything like it. I felt like I was in uh, Nogales. It was the most insane thing. Even the guy in this, the corner screaming for Jesus that's always at Suns games was doing it in Spanish. I'm like, my God, this is amazing. Everything just switched out. Bad Bunny changed. And all the restaurants down there were playing Bad Bunny songs. I'm like, this is just a total swap out of culture in like in an hour. It was insane. There's something, something. Check out Homework's Morning Sickness Podcast at 98kupd.com. Homework's Morning Sickness. I didn't worry about getting shot, stabbed maybe a little bit, but shot, sure. But if, I mean, if there was a threat against Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny, don't play this show. If there's banners downtown that say if Bad Bunny plays, people die. I'm like, I'm staying away from that. Peso Pluma is thinking to himself, I just got my name in the paper. Mexico. What a sh. All you folks that came from there, welcome. Nice work. I'd leave too. And don't email me talking about you disrespect Mexico. No, I don't. Mexico disrespects itself. It's a f- dump. There's many beautiful beaches. Okay. You're right. You know who has beautiful beaches? North Sentinel Island. Look it up. Go to their beautiful beaches. They live in the 13th century and kill anybody that gets close to their beautiful beaches. Worth it. Not worth it. <laughs> Not at all worth it. They shoot you with bows and arrows. That's They're that far behind. You get Ow. too close. And those stupid Christian missionaries keep floating over. We can save you from yourselves. We're not interested. Fum, 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 fum. Arrows in the air. And then the Christian missionaries are like, why do they do this? Because the signs say don't. They're everywhere. This is ours. Don't touch it. Yeah, look up north. Thank Sentinel you for Island. the stew. Yeah, and then they eat you. They do, though. They're cannibals, too. <laughs> North Sentinel Island is like, don't bother them. And they set up rules. Mexico's the same thing. It's a dump. The difference between North Sentinel Island and Mexico, people in North Sentinel Island seem happy with their situation. I don't see them hopping in the water and trying to swim on over to India or something. They're just there, and they're like, this seems right. Mexico. People can't wait to get out of that crap hole. And then come cheer for the Mexican soccer team here. That's how you do it. When Mexico plays a friendly over there at Glendale, you grab your flag and you act like you care about the country. You don't or you wouldn't be here in the first place. Care about your heritage. Not that mess. And I hope Peso Pluma makes it. But I'm going to follow the Peso Pluma story rather closely here for the next few days. Would you ever go to that show? Nobody would ever go. Why, why in the world would he have a show? Why is there still people willing to, to grab tickets to Peso Pluma's murder? He's got you backstage. <laughs> I don't want to be near him. <laughs> Your front row. Too close. I'm going to get Peso Pluma blood on me. And how good can music be that you're willing to risk that? The cartel's going to blow up. I don't like that stuff at all. For a while there, I liked uh, some hardcore rap. I didn't go to any of the shows. Seemed like every time I turned the... Remember the one, that shootout that happened down on Mill? Uh, the Club Red? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what was that? Nipsey Hustle, I think. Was it Nipsey it? Hustle? I think, I think it was. Just a big that old shootout. Cool. And tricks or something like that. It was like everybody started shooting. 
And then insurance companies. This was a this is a fact. You can get mad all you want. This is a fact. Insurance companies started to, to demand more insurance when you had a rap show. Joe from Joe's Grotto told me we got these rap shows, which are great, but I got to hire extra security to hit the insurance policy. I got to get this uh, shoot 'em up insurance policy. I'm like, well, it's because it's a real thing. Not all of them, but the risk was there. And I'm like, I'm not going to that. That doesn't seem fun. Yeah, 14 people got injured at. Uh it was Club Red, right? No, it was the clubhouse. The clubhouse. Yeah. That's it. Which was no longer after that. Right, because they couldn't afford the liabilities of shows. One of the odds the lightning strikes twice. Yeah, that would have been the safest oh, yeah. place to see a show for a while. I think Pace of Plumo, it won't be that messy. You don't? Yeah, they'll, uh, they'll be clean about killing it. But Sicario. They get them backstage or they get them on stage? To prove, I think proving the point would be right on stage. But the people who go to Peso Pluma are evidently... Of another group. Otherwise, you wouldn't support Peso Pluma. If you're on the team of the Jalisco Cartel, you're not going to Peso Pluma show other than to see him die. But the people who like him are probably enemies of that. It's a war. No, thank you. Just to hear tubas and that terrible Mexican music? No, thank you. It's a good story. You kind of want to get some of those super pointy cowboy boots. Yeah. Those I hard love those. Yeah. My, my buddy George is still trying to get me a pair. You know what the big problem is? They don't make them in size 12 or 12 and a half. <laughs> they just, they're, they're all like size 6 to 7. Why would you want them so big? Because I have a human man-sized foot. No. And these are only for people with size 7 or 8, maybe at best. Okay. Well, I'm not getting big twisty shoes because I'd look like a clown. Maybe Build-A-Bear will eventually do one. Oh. <laughs> Build those giant cowboy boots. Try and get a pair. We just—I think that business would fail fast. If especially if it's next to Build a Bear, and little kids come out. We went to the wrong one. Get these stupid pointy boots. Anyway, if you've got peso pluma tickets, it might be canceled, and so might you be. So be careful. I've never heard. Do you have peso pluma music anywhere handy? Find some. Let's see. I wonder if it's any good. Well, he's I, on with somebody. He's on a bunch of different like. He's featuring Peso Pluma. Yeah, he, it seems guys. like he's like, oh, wait, here's a here's a Peso Pluma by He's got himself. one of the worst haircuts I've ever seen. Peso Pluma. The Juana concert will be your last. All right. All right. I'm not going to that. Old James Taylor. Oh, I thought that was him. I was looking at him. It was me. I was like, wow. <laughs> he just... Peso Pluma is the James Taylor of Mexico. This dude's going to get shot for this? He's just younger than I thought. Yeah, he's just a kid. It's like some dude from Maryville. There he is. There he is. Peso Pluma. Was he saying I don't know Something about hating the Jalisco cartel Otro That's another one in uh, Spanish I looked it up Otro? Another one. Oh, you did a, a little yeah, DJ he does all the, Yeah. <laughs> hey, he yeah. has a song called Lady Gaga Ooh, let's hear it Let's hear it Our ratings are going through the moon right now Some of the uh, people who don't speak English find this station Hey, they switch We count as ten I'd be honest with you. Sounds like all of it. Chips and salsa? Yeah, chips and salsa. That's all it makes me want. 
not getting a whole lot of originality out of Peso Pluma right now. Don Perignon, Lady Gaga. The rest of it I don't understand. <laughs> he starts off with Don Perignon, Lady Gaga. Don Perignon, Lady Gaga, lentes de la gaga. I like how he says it. Lady Gaga. That's Gaga. Una bandida que me llama, quiere mi well, the countdown is on to kill that guy. It's like Takashi 69 That guy got so noisy. I'm like, why would anybody go to his shows? Everybody wants to kill him. I don't even like going to Slayer shows. Because it's just going to be a bunch of spit and sweat and blood. And I'm not interested. I feel like I'm at the old ponchos in Mesa. Yeah. There with the little <laughs> <Digits> cool. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go up for one more round. That's all he can eat killing me. It's sad. Uh, Sounds like, sounds like all of it. I'm taking it. You going to go? I do. I feel like I'm in the Tony Roma's kitchen again. <laughs> with the Chris Valens. Well. With all the Chris Valens. Well. <laughs> they turn it up. They go, hey, John. Hey, is uh, everybody gone? Like, yeah, why? Okay. And then you go back in the kitchen like 10 minutes later. Jesus Christ, you guys, turn it down. They blast this stuff. You'd only need it for 10 minutes, then everything's spotless. <laughs> yeah, it is amazing, their, their motivation with this going, Hey, we see you John. Is uh, everybody only gone? Yeah. Okay. See? Then you just hear that, and then... I'll never think straight again. <laughs> is that peso pluma? See? Turn it down! Yeah, so peso pluma's going to die on a stage, and you might be there. I ain't going. I won't be. I'm going to Extreme and Living Color. And I uh, might want to kill myself at the end of that, but what are you going to do? So be careful if you're into peso pluma. What a country Mexico is. Whew. You can have it. It's the Tucson of countries. Uh, it's 614. Let's get ourselves a wake-up song, shall we? A good one. Kick it all off today. 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now.